0: as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's episode, we'll be talking about pressure and anxiety. We all live with different kinds of pressure on us, whether they're pressures from the outside or pressure that we put on ourselves. Intrinsic pressure. We are doing things to ourselves quite often more than the outer world is putting pressure on us. This is familiar to me because I have a lot of internal voices uh, that over my lifetime have told me what I should be doing, how I should be doing it more, better, so forth and so on. And I know from my clients in the group and email that I get that there is a lot of internal and external pressure going on out there that is contributing to, To our anxiety. And so one of the things that helps that is to actually slow down. The pressure builds because it's usually about things that we should be doing. There's a lot of doing involved with our our pressure that we put on ourselves and that the world puts on us too. And so the thought of taking time off Uh, or slowing things down might be intriguing to you, or it might be, yeah, I can't do that. Next. Well, don't go away too soon here because there's a lot of space on the continuum of being overpressured and having to do, do, do and not doing anything at all. Life is not black and white like that. And although when we get caught up in depression and anxiety, we often think that life is black or white, I'm either doing it all right or all wrong. I either have a lot of pressure on me or no pressure on me. I've sold everything and barefoot in the mountains. But no, there is a lot of space on that continuum. And we can all move just a little bit to help relieve some of this pressure that we are living with, or uh, should I say struggling with. The thought of taking time off or slowing down or pausing the rat race, right? How does that make you feel when I say that? What, you know, how does that make you feel? Did you feel excited? Did you think, oh, I want to pause the rat race for a little bit? Or did you think, bah, I can't do that. That won't, not my life. I'm different. I can't do that. I have real struggles and real responsibilities. And we all do. And so I want you to just notice how the idea of slowing down or Pushing pause on the rat race, or taking time off—how does that make you feel? The answers that I often get from clients and the group members suggest that there's a mix of relief and fear, and even considering changing your pace of life. Consider how it does make you feel, and that's a a clue, right? Is it—is it excitement? Is it fear? Is it mixed? Is it something you might even want to try? Perhaps taking this kind of change and breaking it down more into bite-sized pieces can actually alleviate some of the fear that comes up the fear of making more time and space for relief. Because that seems to be what happens. A lot of things when we are um, working our way out of anxiety, panic, we need to make changes. We need to look at things differently. And that in and of itself sets off a lot of Danger alarm systems for people, so we often have to break things down and you'll notice that here on the podcast. things are broken down into little tiny bite sized pieces, and they are repeated in different ways over and over because that's what we need to do with anxiety. Big sweeping changes are not usually acceptable with for with the lizard brain. It is like no. And that just sets off all kinds of alarms and we get no uh, relief. And when we're talking about getting some space and some relief, we want to talk about maybe breaking things down into bite-sized pieces that can help us to start alleviating some of the fear. I had an article that came across my desk, and I'm hoping that I have, still have the link to it. I will put it in the show notes if I do. But it was, I did jot down his, some of his steps and ideas that he had about our commitments. And so, what we want to do is distinguish b- we, between our commitments and our things that we have agreed to do in our life. And we want to break them down into non negotiable and desires things that you could be more flexible on. And in his article, so he went on to say, and you might relate to this, so much of what I thought were non-negotiables were not. They were nothing more than rules I had created. For example, I had told myself I must finish my studies by March. In truth, I don't have to. This is just a desire so what I liked about this is that he broke it down. We are putting pressure on ourselves with what we are thinking are out and out rules, things that must be obeyed, or you go to jail, and all they are is desire. It These are things that we would like or we want. So again, we're back to even the goodies in life become pressures and become fuel for our anxiety and our panic. So let's take a look at that, right? Look at in your journal. Again, I'm going to ask you to write some of these things down to get them out of your head and put them in front of you so you can see them. Uh, What's negotiable and what is just a desire? This changes things. Another thing that he mentioned in his article was to create a list of restorative activities, and I think that is another great idea. And um, some of those that I've come up with that I want you guys to include in your life if you are struggling with anxiety Uh, panic, PTSD, life pressures, uh, anything along the lines of of the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you are struggling with something along those lines. And so some of the things that I want you to consider that you might want to add in uh, as restorative are things like resting. We talk here a lot about sleep. There's a wonderful book out. I don't have it on my resources page yet, but I will be adding it. And it is called Why We Sleep. And it's the uh, very wonderful book on all of the research about sleep. And so resting and sleeping and napping are all good things. And you can add these in. I know that many people fall say they fall asleep doing meditation, so call it a nap then and let it be that you were doing your restorative uh, activity versus your meditation. It's all okay. The mind and the body need that extra rest. Another thing that you can do is to spend... Um, I really like when you can spend more time out in nature. And that can be anything from taking long walks in the woods, you know, something really planned, or to simply a stroll around the block. Just enough to get you reacquainted with your own natural environment. Get into nature somehow, even if it means just looking up at the sky. Maybe you put a plant in your house. Do something that brings you outside of your own mental activity of your mind. Bring it outside into something natural. Look at a tree. Hug a tree. Like I said, bring some plants into your home if you don't have an outside area with, with nature. Look up at the sky. As a matter of fact, next time you feel like looking at your phone... Look up at the sky. Take a break with nature instead of with your email. Another restorative activity can be spending more time with people that you love and or things that you love. And I mean that like with your mate, with your friends, with your pets. We want to bring the animals in here because they are really, truly going to help us restore. So, Uh, Make it easy and flowing and make it no pressure time. Maybe you can take them with you on your nature walk. Another one that I found very helpful, uh, actually for myself recently, is spending more time uh, reading from real books, and I mean real paper book, printed books. I recently grabbed a few from the new bookstore. Thank you, Barnes and Noble, for relocating in Kahalui. And, uh, and I am finding that spending longer time in the real pages of a printed book versus my Kindle or my phone app Uh, is very enjoyable, and it's a totally different experience, not only for my eyes, but for what I'm taking in. So I suggest you grab some paper books, especially with summer coming up, and maybe take those outside with you also. Practicing gratitude is my next tip, and it comes so much easier when you have some space and time practicing gratitude will really help to take both internal and external pressure off of you. The next one is to give yourself a designated time period to be yourself in a paused mode so that you have a definite start and stop time. Um, This will give you more freedom to really begin to unwind and lift the pressure. Now, I love these times some people call it retreat time you can give it whatever kind of name you want but a designated time period where you can be yourself and paused from the technology from the pressures from your schedules it start small start maybe with um you know 2 hours on saturday uh, and you know see what you can come up with But I really think as you build this in, you'll want to start expanding it and making it longer and building up to maybe weekend retreat time a couple of times a year. This is a little bit for everybody, but find the amount of time that you can start with, just like we start really small with meditation. When you want to take some paused time out of the world and out of the world of technology, give yourself a start and stop time, even if it's only a couple of hours. You will really, really enjoy it. So now I have a couple questions as we're tuning out here and getting ready to roll. What if you are what you are striving for can be found in the less pressure state what if all the push and busy is not really moving you toward where you really want to go but it keeps it in a someday dream kind of state and that you're always chasing but never ever getting to what is it that you really want with taking a pause and relief from the pressure, you might be able to entertain these questions that we often sweep under the carpet. We just don't want to see them because we're afraid of the answers. And why are we afraid of the answers? Because we're afraid that will make us have to change. And we talked about that in a previous podcast. Anxiety doesn't like change. But if you can do these things, it's truly an exercise in living in the now, not putting off what we need or desire for a later date when we get everything else done. Everything is never done. So let go just a little. Maybe have that one hour a week that you designate as your pause time. Start somewhere. Get outside in nature. Read a real book. Eventually, your stress levels will thank you because they will come down and they will come down. And that only helps us to become more grounded, less fearful, and able to see when we are leaning toward the anxiety state and knowing what we should do about it. I hope that this show has been helpful for you. I look forward to your questions and maybe reading it on the air. So send those to anxiety at gmail.com. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Who is it? that can make muddy water clear. No one. But left to stand, it will gradually clear itself. And that's from Lao Tzu. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.